0: Amen. If you have your Bibles, invite you to turn with us to the book of Philippians, chapter 1, beginning with verse 1 and go through verse 6. Paul and Timothy, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and the deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine. For you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this very thing that he that is God which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ you may be seated you notice there in verse uh, one he, he talks about uh, he and uh, Timothy as uh, they are servants of the Lord and um, he said, of Jesus Christ. And then he makes mention to all the saints. Now, if you're saved, you're a saint, okay? Let's just get that settled. Some of us aren't as good as saints as some others. Um, but we, if we're saved, we are saints. And we ought to be serving uh, the Lord. Verse 2 talks about grace, talks about peace. That comes about... By being a child of God and trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ no matter what might come our way or what announcement might be made to us that's devastating or, or rocks our boat or whatever, uh, he has promised to be there uh, for us. Uh, Paul really was pouring himself out to the Philippians to let them know, hey, I care about you. I care enough about you that I want you to be drawn closer and closer to to my God. And he says, I, I, I thank God upon every remembrance of you. You know, I'm thankful that for what memory I have uh, to be able to remember and think about uh, the rest of this day and, and tonight and tomorrow and, and the days next week about the Sunday morning and the Sunday night service. And this afternoon when I was looking over what I was going to do tonight, it just hit me, well, you got two more to get up. You, hey, it's two more to get up. Now, next Sunday night is our tooting and rooting, right? And so, uh, I won't be off next Sunday night, okay? You pray for me. I am making an attempt to play uh, our my instrument um, with Addison next Sunday night. So, you pray for Addison. I don't want to mess her up, and she's certainly not going to mess me up, um, but... You know, the the memory uh, that I have after a given Sunday and then to begin to work on a Wednesday and, and what we're going to do on Wednesday. And Paul said, you know, I love you. And, and me and my, my brother Timothy, my son in the ministry, hey, he's, he's saying, you know, we're servants to you saints and we love you and we always are remembering you in our prayers. And so I just simply, you know, this... Uh, title, you can give it any kind of title you want, Uh, God's continued work, or three spiritual marks in our life, and see if they uh, are evident in your life and mine, and I also just simply wrote this down, I am a work in progress, okay, Uh, God's not through with me, you say, well, I wish you could improve on this or that, well, pray hard. You know, I'm a work in progress. God's not through with me yet, and so where he'll lead from here, I do not know. But every Sunday, every week is a brand new Sunday, a a brand new sermon, a brand new thoughts. And thank God it all comes out of the holy word of God. But according to scripture here tonight, uh, I want you to think about God's continued work or three marks of spiritual maturity. First of all, our faith. You know, how strong is our faith? Most of us have no idea how strong our faith is until it's tried, okay, right? Until it's tried. And when it's tried, it's not a time to throw up our hands and to quit, but it's a time to get at it even harder. Um, The Bible says being confident of this very thing, this faith thing, faith in God's plan. Um, You see, he wants to... Uh he wants to fit into our life. And we basically need to fit into his schedule. We need to fit into his will. We all have our own will. We all have our own desires and, and what we want to do and what we want to accomplish. And, and that bucket list, as folk call it. Uh, you know, I didn't know that's what you call it. I mean, But, I mean, I got a lot of lists. And uh, most of my bucket lists got holes in them. You know that old song? Remember that old song, a bucket's got a hole in it? Well, you know, if it's okay if you've got a bucket list, but don't forget who God is and he has a plan for you and I to fit into. In fact, that's the only way that he can bless us if we fit into his plan when we think about this faith thing. Not only his plan, but we think about this faith, I think about the provision. You know, the provisions that he supplies so we can carry out the plan that he has given us. You know, I'm thankful. Uh, for a copy of God's Word. And, and only the Lord knows how many Bibles I have and, and how many has been marked up. And And just this week and going through some stuff in my study, I found what I can only remember as being my first ever Bible. And, and I just begun to thumb through that thing. And, and um, I noticed there was some um, uh, writing uh, circling verses, and it was in red. And then I recall, um, in um, training union, what was it called for that? Huh? Okay. In those days, they in our class, they'd say, "How many did you daily Bible read?" People raising their hand, and I'm thinking, "Daily? Ever do it every day?" Well, like, sometime I was the only one that didn't raise my hand. Couldn't raise my hand. So I began to, you know, nobody guided me. Nobody said, now here's a, here's a guide. You go by, I'm, here, I'm just sitting there like a, a toad frog, okay? And so uh, in looking back at that old Bible, I began to read. I'd just pick out a portion, and I'd read, and I'd write read in red when I read it. So on that next Sunday night, I couldn't wait. How many did your daily Bible hey I'm in the game now. You know, I'm I'm trying to fit in uh, to this thing. But the provisions that God provides for, we have no excuse for not reading God's holy word every day. We have no excuse. Those of you with those smart alec telephones, hey, you can mash buttons and pull stuff up, and they'll read the devotional to you while you're going down the road. You know, there it is, and, and music and songs. But you see, he's promised to provide all of our needs according to his riches and glory Through his son, Jesus Christ, by the blessed Holy Spirit of God. So when I think about faith, I think of his plan. I think of his provision. But what about the the faith in his person? Um, The Lord Jesus himself said, I'm not going to leave you. And I'm not going to forsake you. In other words, I'm not going to turn my back on you. If you go down the wrong road, I'm going with you. I've tried not to get you to, but you're bound to determine you're going. I'm going with you because I said I wouldn't leave you and I wouldn't forsake you. The um, man had a wreck, and the police questioned him about this. He said, well, I had the Lord riding with me. He said, well, we I want to get him in my car before we kill him. You know, hey, he, he ought to be the pilot of all these vehicles that we're running around in. But Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I've gone to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I will come again. He is preparing a place. He will come again. He will come and get the church, not this building, but the people who are saved, who named the name of Jesus. That's who he's coming back for. Well, that's faith, okay? His plan, provisions, and uh, the person he is. But secondly, if we have faith in the Lord, then we ought to uh, have faithfulness, okay? Faithfulness. Um, what's that song? Great is thy faithfulness. Oh, Lord, great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is faithful. You mark it down. You can count on him. He's going to be there for us, ins and out, up and down, hot and cold, mad, glad, sad. He is going to be there. But are we going to be there for him? Are we going to be there for him? What would you do tomorrow if you ran up on a person and you just saw of casually said, hey, you in church and were no... I, I need to go to church. Well, we'd love to have you come to our church. Well, I would come, but see, I'm a, I'm a lost sinner, and I don't know what to do. Do you know what to do? Would you know what to do from right there if they said, "I'm a lost sinner and I don't know what to do"? You pull up at a lot of places. Pull up there and and person will roll a window down and say, "Hey, I'm lost. I'm hunting such and such, but do you know such and such a person?" Yep, I do, and they'll tell you how to get there. You know, that's where we are. Where are we in our faithfulness to God if somebody were to to throw that at us? Now, the scripture says, when we talk about faithfulness, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it if we're faithful. That faithfulness, he who begun a good work, God don't want to drop it. He don't want to drop it. He wants to continue that good work in us. Um, first of all, when I think about faithfulness, I think about how secure we are. How secure we are. Jesus said, all that the Father hath given me, I have not lost a one. That's a promise from God. All that the Father hath given me. Now the Bible says, unless the Spirit of God draws a person, no reason for him to come. And if you have been saved, then, hey, you belong to him, and, and and Jesus said, all that the Father hath given me, I know where every one of them are. I have not lost a one. Not only in securing, but when we, we feel secure, and like tonight, and it pouring down outside, I think about how he shelters us. How he shelters us. Um Psalm sixty-three, uh, excuse me, sixty-one, three says, "Thou hast been a shelter for me." When I think about that, I think of how secure we are. We're under the shelter of God. But a third thing there, and talk about faithfulness, is His stabilizing of us. Cassie's going to pull up Isaiah twenty-six, three, and I want us to look at that together. Isaiah twenty-six, three, Thou—that's God. Okay, God will keep Him. God will keep every born again child of God in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on God because he trusteth in God. Now, don't take that off, Cassie. Leave it up for a minute, please. Um, Thou wilt keep any person. Notice what it says perfect peace. Perfect peace. In oh, other words, he's saying, I, I want to bind you together. I mean, I want to really tie you up. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's amazing, and some of you guys and may ladies that have animals and you buy feed in these feed sacks, you know, there's a certain string that you can pull, and you just open it right up. But you've got to pull the right one. You pull the wrong one, it ain't going nowhere. And sometimes I, 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 I lose patience with it. You know, I can't... I done fingered around over here and fingered around over here and first thing I, know, I got my knife out and just whipping it out. But a lot of times, I know though, when I look at it, I know there's a certain line, there's a certain string here. If I pull it, it's so simple. I just love to hear it. You know, hey, I know I've done it good. I know I've done it right when I hear that sound. But what, he, what he's saying here to bind together. You see, there's right strings to pull and to pull on God's string. He said, I want to hear from you. Call on me. I'll answer you. I'll show you great and mighty things that you have no idea about. Jeremiah 33, 3, that's his phone number. Notice also, he says, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed, planted, fixed on God. And, And that is, we are linked together. Uh, Philippians 2.5, listen to what it says. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, linked together, thinking alike. We're ever born again child of God in here right now. Okay? I escorted everybody out of here and brought you in one at a time and just simply said, what did Jesus do for you? You'd make a statement and set out bring another one in. What did Jesus do for you? You'd make a statement and sit down. Basically, as a born again child of God, the answers would basically be the same. Maybe worded a little different. But what I'm saying is when we go out to witness, when we we talk to people about Jesus, I tell them the story of Christ and how he died and rose again and wants to save them. If they get saved, I'm, but what if they don't? And then you come along right behind me and if you don't tell the story just like I've told it, not word for word, but to let them know, hey, Jesus died, rose again, and wants to save you, then they get confused. I was speaking to a Catholic lady. She was very nice. She listened to me. And I said, tell me about the Catholic. She said, I'll have to be honest with you. I've been in there since I was a child, and I'm just as confused now as I ever was. Why? I don't know why. And I'm not just talking about Catholics. It's it's others, too. You know, hey, some believe you can be saved right now and lose it before you get home. I'd be scared to death to go to bed at night if that's the kind of salvation I had, whose mind is stayed on thee. You know, I don't have to think twice and know what Jesus has done for me. I don't have to think twice and know that God loved me so much that he sent his only son. It's not a question. I don't need a second opinion. Okay, look what he says. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Here's why. Why? Because he trusteth in thee. In other words, trusted, surrendered unto thee. I mean, hey, Lord, here I am. Reporting for duty. Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? You know, when I pull out and leave out, a lot of the mornings I, I, I tell Lynn, I say, look, I don't know what time I'll see you, but I hope I'll see you this season. I pray, Lord, let me take my boots off tonight, okay? I have no idea as I go who I'm going to, God's going to allow paths to cross my, but I don't need to lose an opportunity. I don't need to pass up an opportunity to share the Lord. And we don't always do it. Hey, I don't always do it. And I think afterwards, why didn't I say this? You know why? Because the devil is fighting. He does not want us to have peace that passes all understanding. He don't want our minds stayed on the Lord. He wants to rob us of that and hinder us from that and to get us to where we're not confident to talk to people about Jesus. Well, we talk about the faith and the faithfulness, but how about the finality? Bible says until the day of Jesus Christ, that is the day that the Lord Jesus Christ will come upon this earth, so, excuse me, stop in the clouds, all the dead in Christ gonna raise first. We who are alive walking around as a Christian, we gonna be caught up to meet them in the air. And the Bible says, so shall we ever be with the Lord. You can take that off, Cassie, thank you. Um, what does this require? Until the day that Jesus Christ returns, It requires dedication. You wouldn't be here tonight if you weren't dedicated to the Lord. You wouldn't be here tonight, but you are dedicated to the Lord. You see, uh, his work, his word, as we talked about this morning, his way, all that stuff is important to find it and to do it. Um, You know, his work will never run out. And guess what? I never will be laid off. I may be asked to leave here, but I'll never be laid off by God. Never. As long as I'm faithful to him, hey, he's going to be there to look after, take care of. But it requires dedication. That's everyday thing. It also requires discipline. 1 Corinthians 9:27. Paul said, "But I keep under my body and I bring it under into subjection lest by any means, when I have preached, I myself might be a castaway. Get out of the way and let Jesus shine. Um, we think about the finality. It requires dedication. It requires discipline, but it also requires determination. You know, I've come too far to turn back now. I am determined. I'm going to finish this race as long as God gives me my right mind and gives me the voice Uh, to be able to speak and to share and to share his word, to preach his word. I'm going to do it somewhere. I'm going to do it somewhere because I'm determined. Um, The Romans tells us, you know, we need to give our bodies to him. Paul said, I beg you to do it. I beg you to do it. Don't be going like the world goes. Go the opposite direction. Remember this morning, there's a right way and a wrong way. There's no middle way. It's a right way and a wrong way. He just said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Who's he talking to? Christians. That you give yourself to God and let him use you. You know, a lot of times we don't want to be you. All I'm satisfied. I'm happy. Hey, back in Pierce Town, I was happy as I could be on the outside. When God was dealing with me about surrendering to preach, I was happy outside. Inside, I was rotten. And I was eat up. I just wouldn't give in I wouldn't give in he said I want you and I want you now you've seen those old signs that uh, Uncle Sam wants you hey Jesus wants you and me we're in his army by the way you know and sad to say not only in this church but in a lot of churches people have gone AWOL they're absent without leave you know, not everybody does it, but I appreciate those who say, hey, we won't be here next Sunday. We're going to be such and such place. Won't we'll be here Wednesday night. Be such and such place. You know, you, you wouldn't believe how uh, the people that cross my mind during the week, and I'm trying to think, were they there Sunday? Uh, is, do, do I need to call them? Uh, what if they were there? They say, you dummy, I was sitting on the fourth pew on your right. Um but it's, it's my place, it's my responsibility to try to keep up with the sheep, okay? Try to keep up with the sheep. I mean, hey, I, I love doing it. I want to do it. Not that it's my business, but it's God's business for me to see where people are and if they're okay and if they're not. If they don't call, hey, I can't know anything, okay? So knowing what we know about the Lord, let's be faithful to it. And we're a work in progress. And the work will never end until Jesus comes. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for this time to to gather together around your word. Lord, we thank you for for Paul and Timothy there as they were servants and speaking to the saints there at Philippi and and encouraging them to keep on going for you. Lord, I just want to keep on going for you because the Bible says there in that scripture, uh, furtherance of the gospel, peace in the gospel, sharing of the gospel. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd help us as we begin our week, uh, that we'd be faithful to that call, God. And we'll thank you and praise you, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen, brother.